Welcome back, Day Drinking Dog. I couldn't have probably got a better day to have my friend who's sitting down in fucking sunny Florida while I'm up here in fucking five inches of snow trying to clean my fucking car off. Uh, other than Ed Duffy. Duff, what's up, buddy? How you doing, dog? I'm doing, you know, it's not, it's a wet snow. It kind of came right off the car. Yeah, it's Roads were a little slick last night, especially when I had a couple slickies in me, you know, probably not the best combination. Uh but made it home safely, and uh, here we are. So, uh, good deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about you guys up there today. Yeah, yeah. yeah laughing, all, laughing the whole way. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't do that. No, we don't no. do that. That's yeah. all the Floridians do on Facebook is fucking make fun of us in the wintertime. You know, I don't make fun of you guys in August when you're fucking melting. Yeah, when we've had a hundred straight days of yeah. ninety. Yeah. <laughs> so how's everything going, bud? I haven't seen you. I saw you in January. You're looking good. Uh, yeah. Life is good, man. Yeah. Life is good. Living the life of uh, semi leisure. Yep. All right. You are you are working a little bit, right? Part time here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You you don't you shouldn't be working at all. That's the whole that's what Florida's about. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to do what you got to do, but uh, in your palatial okay. abode, you you, you know, somebody's got to pay those bills, right? Somebody's got to pay the, the government. Bills. Sure, ain't gonna do it. <laughs> They're not doing it for me. No. <laughs> So you're down in the heart of uh, you're in Fort Myers, which is uh, basically where the Red Sox play. Um, yeah, we have the Red Sox here. We also have the Twins here. The Twins. They used to share a park, didn't they? Now, now Fenway um, has JetBlue. No, or, the Twins have their own place. It's called Hammond Stadium. Didn't they I, share uh, one though back in the day before JetBlue was built? No. No, the the Sox had a different place in downtown Fort Myers oh, okay. before JetBlue was built. Actually, that was a lot more fun to go to that one. To be honest with really? you, really, most most people like that better. You know, you, you could tailgate. It was it was a lot more casual. JetBlue's uh, kind of corporate. Well, yeah, know? yeah. So, I, I I went there this the spring before COVID, so nineteen I was there. Yeah, and uh, we just got standing room only up in the Green Monster. Me and my mom's husband, and uh, we had a good time. I mean, pretty easy to get to. It's one shot in, one shot out. Very easy. Uh, yeah, uh, I know. I, I liked it, you know. But you definitely has. I mean, it's almost like you're at Fenway corporate wise. You know, like you're right. right. It doesn't have that. You know, that minor league stadium feel to it, which I like. Oh. Anymore, um, actually going to see the Sox and the Twins this Friday at Hammond Stadium at the Twins home ballpark. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. Looking forward to that. And the following Saturday, I'm going to see the Sox again and the Twins at JetBlue. Oh, oh, good. Got a couple lined up. Yeah, a nice. Up. What are the ticket prices like? Uh, somewhere around fifty bucks. <sighs> That's crazy. Depending though. on where you sit, it's crazy. Right. It really is. That's nuts. It really is. But I like to go to a couple games. Yeah, you I know, mean they're there. <clears throat> yeah, and the rest I'll just watch. And now, now they're kind of uh, amping up a little bit. I mean, no one's really played in the first couple games. Right. Uh, as far as you know, there's a couple regulars, but it's not a lineup there. You're like, oh, look at all these guys playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They actually play tonight in Miami. Oh, nice. Uh, which is one of the few night games they have during spring right. training. Yeah, yeah. Very few of them. Nice. 
So um, we'll do a little baseball. Uh, if anyone's, you know, that if you're watching on Twitch in the upper right hand corner, I have a little baseball setup here. Uh, you know, I talk a lot about my anxiety on this show, and I've unfortunately found a very expensive habit that keeps my anxiety down, and that's opening up cards. I just something I've always loved to do as a kid. I kind of forgot about it in my midlife, and now I'm back doing it again. And it's boy, it's a whole different world now, Duff. It's I mean, expensive for sure, right. uh, but I mean, it's like the stock market. You know, you really got to know. You know, you got if you if you don't know anything about sports or or you know scouting players, it's it's you know you get a card and you, you're probably just better off selling it if you can make money off of it. Now you get the good cards that are worth a lot. Like this, you know, it's funny. There was a Mickey Mantle card in two thousand four. That somebody bought for numbers purposes, bought it for two hundred thousand dollars, right? Sold it a year later for a hundred and thirty thousand. So he took a seventy thousand dollar hit on it. That yeah. same exact card that that person owned just sold at auction for fucking six million dollars. Oh my god! Just eighteen years later, <laughs> it's fucking. That's that's the business. It's fucking crazy. It is crazy. I mean, you know, I collected them as a kid. And I can remember coming home from college and my parents decided to clean out the basement for the first time in their lives. And with that, all my baseball cards went. Right. So later on, I started again a little bit and I have a whole bunch of them, but you know, I, I don't spend the kind of time you do with them, but right. I have some friends that do. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, like I, w I was just up at my father's recently and I've been up there in a long time and that's where all my cards from when I was a kid are. Yeah. I said, yeah, let me go up in my old bedroom and open the drawers up and see what I got. And boy, I I was in the era of oversaturation of cards. Like, there's nothing of value up there. I mean, nothing. From the 80s and 90s when, when I was really into it, uh, I really don't I don't really have anything. I haven't gone through everything yeah. yet, but like, you know, you even if you get a good rookie card, like let's say a Ken Griffey or something – you know, unless it's like a short print, there's a gazillion made, you know, and they're just not worth anything. That was the yeah. problem back then. Yeah. 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 There's totally oversaturated the market. Now what they do is they kind of, one company owns pretty much everything. It's called Panini. Yeah. And, but they produce tops. They produce Donruss. They produce Upper Deck. But now they're um, losing the rights and uh, Fanatics is, is going to be the new rights leader so fanatics that owns Real. like yeah all the all the gear yeah the clothing and yeah a lot of stuff you read online they're kind of a lot of negative stuff but you know you see what happens it just is right you know um i think they've kind of found the right niche covid really helped because it got all the wall street guys with money that were bored wanting to you know because they're like it is like stocks you know buy buy low sell high it's, it's kind of what you got to right. do so right. so i'm looking at so i so i for the first time ever i pulled out an autograph the other day uh, and it's a one of one, which basically means it's the only card produced. I don't know who the fucking dude is. His name is, you probably do. His name is, uh, he's a rookie. His name is uh, Angel or, Ang Ang yeah, Angel Zerpa, a pitcher for Kansas City. He may Not start, familiar. he may start, so obviously I researched him a little bit. Yeah. He may start this year. Um, 
Now, when you get a one of one, you can't really figure out how much it's worth because there's no other comps to it. There's no other cards out there, so it's really right. what, what somebody wants to pay for it. You know, if it was a Julio Rodriguez or something, holy fuck, I found the Holy Grail. But yeah. I don't know who this guy is, so I went on Instagram and I found him on Instagram. Yeah. I took a picture of the card. I messaged it to him. I said, have a great year, bro. I got your one of one. And he messaged me back. Thank you so much. And started following me. So <laughs> I got to like, okay. uh, I got to keep an eye on KC this year. <laughs> Hopefully he's the rookie of the year. Yeah, right. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'd sell it right away. <laughs> That'd be awesome, man. But um, yeah. so, so we got you on. We're doing a little baseball show. We'll have a little fun today. Uh, you are in the heart of it. Uh, what, what are... Do you have a like being in Fort Myers? Is there a big like Red Sox beat down there? You know, like the, in the papers, or it's pretty much what I'm reading up here. No, there, there's really not because you know nobody's from here. Right. So every you know every everything is all spread out. Most of the people you see at a Red Sox game are tourists that have come down for a couple of weeks um, to see to see the team. So uh, I mean, I got a handful of Red Sox fan friends, but. Most of my friends are, you know, Brewers fans and Rays fans, right? And Indians fans. It's all over the block. Uh, it's called. Uh, they're not the Indians anymore, sir. Oh, I, oh yes. Got to spank me on that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a very politically correct show, Duff. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Um, <laughs> what the hell are they anyway? They're the uh, the Guardians. Guardians. I, was, I couldn't yeah. fucking even think of it. I'm like Jesus yeah, Christ. The Washington Commanders, Jesus. Um, yeah. yeah, so, like, yeah, I, I read a lot up here. Obviously, uh, my good friend Chris, we talk literally daily. We send each other Twitter shit that people are putting out there about, yeah. you know, how they're doing down in spring training. Um, the one report I'm getting, because, uh, again, this is my interest in sports cards. hate to keep bringing it up, but so far I've, I've pulled three autographs of Jaron Duran. Really? Yeah, and my friend Chris thinks he's a fucking waste of time. But what I've read is he showed up to camp stronger. He switched he's his huge. stance. Yeah, he's, he's, he's he he got jacked. Like he got jacked, and he was like a uh, he was just like a quick guy. He was like a Benintendi type, right? Right. And uh, and now he looks jacked, and I don't know if he's going to equate to home runs, but uh, he looks in great shape. And I heard he changed his stance, so I'm pulling for the guy. I mean, I pull for yeah, every Red Sox, too. but yeah. you know, the Red Sox need a couple guys to come out of nowhere this yeah. year in order for them to contend. I mean, Duran hit an opposite home field homer yesterday and he really does look jacked, but he's probably the fifth outfielder. He's on the border of may even making the team. Right. Right. You know, he's a long shot, so he's got to have a great spring. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, so let's, uh, we'll do a, we'll do a socks rundown first and then we'll get into everything else. Uh, yeah. obviously the, the Vegas odds, they're 19th. Uh, there's plus six thousand, so uh, you have to bet a hundred dollars to win six grand, and then win in the World Series. Uh, you know the, the usual suspects are up top: Astros, Mets, Yankees, Dodgers, Braves, Padres, Phillies. Um, right. So, I think it would be a decent ten dollar bet to put on the Red Sox to win six hundred this year. They yeah. seem to play well in the odd years. It's one of those weird anomalies. Yeah. Uh, they still have a great manager. It's yeah. really going to come down to their pitching. Uh, yeah. I think they can hit. They've always been able to hit. It's never really been their problem. Uh, losing Bogarts hurts, but and story out until July or August hurts. But 
you know, I, who knows about this Japanese kid? He may be he may be the next Ichiro. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, you know, this guy has hit over three hundred for how many years in a row? There, right? And that usually that usually translates pretty well. It, it does. It does. Cora seems to love him. Yeah, you know, so far. I mean, and he was hesitant when they signed him to to bat lead off, but I think he's kind of melted right into that role. Yeah, yeah, because they really don't have a leadoff guy. They they need somebody to step up there, and he's probably going to get the first shot. Who are some of your surprises you think this year that many people aren't really talking about? Outs, and I don't want to say like Cassius or any of those guys, but like, is there anyone you got you got your eye on? You know, uh, you mentioned him already, Duran. Hopefully, yep. he he does something. Uh, Brian Veo, the starting pitcher. Uh, you know, he came up and he got pounded a couple times at the end of the year, and then his last few starts, he just got better and better and better. Spent a lot of time in the offseason with Pedro. Yep. So hopefully that translates. They, they're going to need one of the starters to really, you know, come up and be a top rotation starter if they're going to have a chance of competing. You know, uh, after losing Evaldi and losing Waka, you know, you're praying for sale. You know, we'll see what happens. I, I, we have a running joke, uh, you know, is, I mean, over under 18 starts this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that'd be around the, I'd be around the number you'd be happy with. Yeah, right? yeah. Twenty starts, we'd be jumping for joy. I mean, I mean, does he make it to guy. May first? Is kind of my question. And then, how long does he sit out? And is he healthy yeah. for the playoff stretch? Yeah, I mean, well, what I mean, really, what really does? I don't have any expectations of him, so I think anything that he does is great. I think if he pitches, he'll pitch fine. Exactly, because he he was last year, right? But he had three freak injuries in a row yeah know? yeah he did i mean stay off bicycles right you know don't try to don't catch a line drive with your bare hand don't catch a line <laughs> drive with your bare hand and, and those monstrous oblique muscles he has i mean Ugh. the guy weighs like 98 pounds so and he's like six six he's so fucking yeah. you can't see him when he's sideways he like blends in he looks like a zipper yeah <laughs> <laughs> um whitlock is gonna miss the first couple of weeks i heard today but it shouldn't be anything major. They're uh, kind of going really slow. I hope they don't do with him what they did last year and couldn't decide uh, if they wanted, you know, him to start or be a reliever. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they're supposedly, apparently, they're 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 going to ramp him up to be a starter, and they, you know, he's penciled him in the rotation. So we'll see. I mean, they got like seven guys. That could be one of the five starters. I don't know why they're counting on James Paxton because he has, you know, kind of like Sale hasn't pitched in three years. You know? Right, right. But there's, you know, there's a lot of question marks with this team. But if half of them could come true, then <laughs> then maybe they got a shot. I mean, I'm a, tend to be, at least with the Red Sox, more optimistic than a lot of Red Sox fans. I think. But, right, right. You know. I think Yoshida could come through. Here's a guy that nobody talks about is the catcher, Reese McGuire. Um, he's never had a shot to start in the major leagues. He was buried in Chicago. And, you know, he hit like 330. I don't expect him to hit 330 this year. But I think he's he's a better catcher than people think. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to see what he does. Right. I think Reese is another. Yeah, I think he's good. You know, I 
the way last year was, you know, it, it kind of sucked because we had that one little run that, you know, where we got back right. to 500. We were in a playoff spot and then immediately went on like lost nine out of 10 and it was just over before the trade deadline came. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, I there's oh, hold on one second, sir. So, yeah, sorry, there was a little interruption there. Uh, apparently, the, I'm using a hotspot, Duff, and I'm a, close to my limit. And if the limit hits, then we... Oh, and my girlfriend freaked out a little bit, but don't worry, I'll pay for it. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so last year was kind of weird, kind of strange. Uh, we do have to... We always have the players that say they want to stay here. I know. But then, it never really happens that way. Like, I get the allure of playing in Boston for all of our sports teams. But at the end of the day, it's all about money. And our ownership is garbage, and they don't want to fucking pay you. Yeah, I mean, Bogarts was really frustrating. I, I thought they were going to do it. I thought they were going to get him signed. And, you know, San Diego, 11 years, you know. That's a long time. Right. The guy's going to be 31 this year, you know. I can't blame the Red Sox for not wanting to go more than seven yep. years, eight years with him. Although he was one of my favorite players. I, I hate losing him and it hurts your team. You know, it's a big bat. It's your shortstop. Yep. So frustrating. I, I was, I, I was always a Xander fan, but he wasn't like ever my favorite guy. I'm a huge Devers guy. Um, yeah. So I think I've read this. Uh, Carabas might've wrote this and I thought it was a really good point. As far as like the Bogarts thing, like you just said, you want seven or eight years. He's already 31, right? Yeah. You go 10 or 11, he's going to be 41, 42. Yes, players do play to that age, but obviously not at their best. But he said, you know, in 10 years from now, $30 million a year is going to be the norm. Where 40 and 50 is probably going to be the, the high end. So if you got to pay a guy $30 million a year for the last three years of his 10-year contract, it really shouldn't plus, – plus they fucking prorate this shit out the wazoo for the you know 20 years after they retired, the old Bobby Bonilla deal. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? It kind of makes sense. Like, you know, every we, – we, like, I think we, we were the only team to ever fully get every year out of a contract like that, and that was Manny Ramirez. Like, we, we got every ounce of talent out of him during the time he was here on that contract. And then when we traded him, he was lights out in L.A. Like, he, he, that dude was amazing. I can't think of another contract that was fulfilled like the one he did. Yeah, there haven't been a lot of them. Scherzer, Scherzer is one, and um, there's a couple of guys, but you're right. The great majority of them, you know, have, have trouble. You know, either they get injured or they just, you know, they get hurt. Um I think the new rules are kind of going to hurt Xander, um, especially in a couple of years. I mean, he doesn't have the greatest range. Right. And with the shift, that's hidden. You know, uh, without the shift, we'll see. It's not a knock on him because he's gone. Um, it's just. I think last he, year was probably his best defensive year we've seen from him. I think it was. Yeah. I think he really. I think he really concentrated on that last year. But, you know, we got this kid, Mayer, who's a year away. Uh, I mean, everybody's talking about him. He's the next great thing. So that's what, that's what they have to hope for. Yeah. You know, uh, Kike uh, can play for a year, but he's not going to hit like Vander. Uh, right. 
you know, they they're they're going to be a little short on the offensive end. I think I think until we get Story back, they need another bat. I'm worried unless Yoshida does what he's supposed to do. Verdugo has a better year. Um, they need a few guys to pick it up. You know, what are your expectations for Tristan Cassius this year? Is he your everyday I, first baseman? Absolutely, yeah. I think you may sit him against a tough lefty. You can move Turner over there. Yeah. Um, but I think he's the everyday for. I think you have to do that because whether they want to say it now, this might be one of those bridge years. You know. Yeah. Whether they want to admit it or not, so you've got to give this guy the shot to go out there and 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 uh, get five hundred at bats and see what happens. Yeah. You know. And I think he's got a good shot to win rookie of the year. I so he really paints do. his nails. He takes naps. He, he's a strange dude. He's a strange a fucking different. dude. Uh, I had this conversation. I had this conversation the other day. It's this generation. It's this generation. They're fucking. Excuse my French. They're pussies. They're I mean, out there, man. They, I mean, they're. You know what it is? Like, it, you know, this is this is now the. 20 years ago, where every kid got a trophy partra- participation trophy bullshit. And this is what we're seeing now. These kids are coddled from day one. They don't know how to handle adversity. Um, you know, outside of the unbelievably gifted and talented athletes, that's one thing. But I think we're going to see a lot of this moving forward. Like these, you know, like you got to earn that. You got to yeah. earn the, I mean, not painting your fingernails. You got to earn the, you want to take a nap or you want to like rest or you want your own yeah. this, though, and that. You got to earn that shit. His first day in the major leagues, he's out sunbathing right. before the game. Right, and the veterans are looking at him, going, what, "What's going what on? What the fuck are you doing, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly, I mean, Cora said they had a conversation, and that kind of stuff has been straightened out. And you know, if he's hitting three twenty after after a month, nobody's going to say. Yeah, he yeah he goes uh, you know cool. seven home runs in the fucking first month when batting three ten. No yeah. one's going to blink an eye. No one cares. Right. But again, yeah, that's but he, earning it. I think it's important for him to get off to a good start. Yeah. I really do because of all that extra stuff that people are looking at. And Dahlbach's you know, having a good spring too. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, he's trying to go the opposite way. He hit that opposite field bomb. I mean, he's strong as heck. Yeah, he just. You know, uh, but the thing with Bobby Dahlbach, you get him strike one, and he's just easy to pitch to. He'll chase everything. If yeah. He's got to get away from that. You know, when he's got two strikes, forget about it. Yeah. You know, one and two, two and two. You know, he, he's got to. You know, he's got to learn the zone a little bit better. We think Devers is going to have a monster year. Or he just doesn't have enough around him. Well, that's that's a good way to put it. You know, hopefully, you know, Turner's got to do what he's done um, in the last few years, the last half a dozen years, to have. Otherwise, they're going to pitch around him, right? Until Story gets back, and then maybe you put Story there. You know. But Turner's Turner's really important to this team for a lot of reasons. You know, he has to do better than JD did last year. Yeah, well, that's not hard to do because JD did nothing last year. No, he was not himself. He was not himself last year. Dude, Poo- and maybe it's because he's thirty-five. You know. Yeah. What was the stat? Pujols had more home runs than JD and somebody else in the team. Maybe Xander combined. Yeah, Xander had thirteen and JD had nine or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it was, it was real it low was numbers. Crazy. Yeah. And I love JD. I always did. I thought I, do too. I thought he I thought he's another guy. It was a shorter term, but he filled his obligation on his contract, I think. The last Absolutely. year is not so much, but that was our management's fault by letting him opt in to every fucking year. <laughs> we didn't have a choice. 
So that's uh, right. again bad management on our fucking part. Go figure. Yeah, and no, and nothing went right last year. Too. No, I mean, no. It seemed like they were down five to nothing. Yeah. In the second inning, every game. Yeah. You know, and then the game. And the year before, tight. we used to come back and and win those games. We never did that and, last year. No, they never did that last year. The bullpen was horrendous until they figured out a couple guys at the end. And now, you know, they made some good acquisitions in the bullpen, so I think the bullpen could be a strength for this team. Even if... But we got a closer know, now, finally. We got a closer. They got this kid, Martin, who's been a very good setup guy for a number of years. Schreiber was dominant last year when he was healthy. I think Hauk is a dominant short reliever. I don't know why they, they listen to that kid saying he wants to be a starter because he, right. he could be dominant in the bullpen. Yeah. Um, well, especially but, the way the game's played now. You're almost better off to have a guy. Yeah, you go four or five innings and then have a dominant bullpen. Yeah, you know how can go two and and you know the closer one and or whatever you need to however you need to set it up. I honestly I haven't really deep dove into the bullpen yet. Uh, it's kind of my last uh, thing that I look into when the season starts. Uh, yeah. we, you know I was you know watching the baseball playoffs last year. Every team's bullpen was fucking stacked, and I can't remember a time where we really had that. Deep of a bullpen. We've had great, you know, end of game bullpens before, right. but you know the ability to bring in a guy in the sixth inning and get you out of jam and then pitch the seventh, like lights out too, like lights out. Like right. some of these playoff teams are. I mean, I was just geez, this is what we're lacking. And every it's, guy's throwing a hundred. Yeah, yeah, every guy's throwing a hundred. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's insane. Terrible. It's not. It's not the baseball we grew up on, buddy. <laughs> not at all, man. Not so, so I, so I'm in a, I'm in a fantasy league, you know, yeah. and. uh I've been in the same one for, oh, God, it's 23 years. And we've always been an 8 by 8 league, which is, you know, you're standard 5 by 5 but then we added, like, doubles and triples to the offense and something else. We added complete games and shutouts and one other stat to the to the Shut pitching. Up. Right. So I said this. So, we you know, we had a group chat, and I said, guys, let's just go back to 5 by 5 And they're like, why? And I'm like, well, there is no such thing as complete game shutouts anymore. There might be fucking 10 a year. It's almost as rare as a fucking... And it's got to be a no-hitter, most likely, to fucking get it. Yeah, I was going to say there's three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no Roy Holidays anymore, rest his soul. No. Uh, you know, there's no... Even even the even the guys that could do it, the Verlanders and the Scherzers, they don't let them. They don't, they don't let them. them. So, uh, you know, these guys are built for that, uh, but they're not going to let them. So we went back to 5x5, five five, and it's just funny how the game well, has changed so much that we're we're changing... You know how how our rules are in it. You know, so um, all right. Before we get into the rule changes, uh, just a quick pick. Where do you who do you got in the AL East? Who do you got winning the World Series? And where do the Red Sox finish in a pretty strong AL East? If, if the AL East might be one of the strongest, if not the strongest division in baseball, I think it it may be. It may be. I, you know, you know. It's. I think it's going to come down to the Yankees and the Blue Jays, and you know. Uh, I think the Blue Jays' um, young guys are going to continue to get better. I'm going to pick them. I think the Yankee lineup isn't the strongest. They don't know what they're doing. It's short type thing. The judge isn't hitting 61 again. He's not going to do that. Whatever. Again, yeah. You know. So I'm going to give the Blue Blue Jays the edge there. I think um, I think the Phillies are going to come out of the National League again, and I, I'm going to pick them to win. Um, uh, it's hard going against the Padres. Uh, in the National League and and the Braves, everybody overlooks the Braves. The Mets have spent, you know, enough for five other teams. Um, so it, it's crazy there. But 
you know, I'm, I'm going to say the Phillies this year, and I'm going to go uh, the Sox. You know, I'll, I'll be optimistic and say they come in third in the division. And compete for a wild card spot. And compete for a wild card spot. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think that's the height of our expectations this year. Yeah, yeah. it probably is. Yeah. It probably is. Well, you think about it, two years ago, that was kind of the height, too, when we were two two wins away from the World Series. So exactly. baseball's funny. Once, once you just got to get in the dance. You never know what's going to happen after that. There's going to be a couple of teams that we're not talking about today. Of course. Yep. Be in the playoffs and surprise Seattle last year. Yep. Look what Baltimore did. Nobody would have said that yeah. Baltimore last year. Nobody. Yeah, they, they got some young studs on that team. You know, you know, 20 years of drafting first overall, you better start winning some games. And that's what I tell the Rays fans. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. Weird. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't say much else. What, right. What else, guys? <laughs> well, well, you know what's funny about the Rays is, like, they really are. It's amazing how they just they are there every year. And it's been, it's been you know, it's been 10 years. Like, they're not drafting at the top anymore. No, you know, the Wander, no. now they got Wander Franco, and he'll probably only play two more years, and they'll trade his ass away, you know? Like, yeah. and they'll just yeah. – Oh, what did I just see? Their pitcher is out. Glassnow. Glassnow's yeah. out for like a while. Yeah, he's got an oblique, and those are. He's fucking done. Pitch. He's done. That, he, that guy pitches happened. so violently. He pitches so hard. Yeah. That's too bad. That's what Sale started with last year. Yeah. Right? That was his first injury. I think. Yeah. Shit. One of the three. So. All right, so we'll get to the rule changes now. Let, now, since we were on the Red Sox and the AL East they're in, one of the rule changes this year is. Uh, they used to play 19 interdivision games. So they played 19 against the Yankees, against Toronto, blah, blah, blah. So now they're going with less interdivision games. I think it's – you said 13, which you could be right. I think it's around 11. It's somewhere between 11 and 13. Yeah. Uh, had this rule been in, in place last year, it would have benefited the Red Sox very well because they were awful against the AL East. They awful. They like had a losing record against every team. Yeah. yeah, they were like 50-something and 30-something yeah. against everybody else but the AL East. They couldn't beat anybody right. in the AL East. So yeah. now now you can throw some, you know, some teams on. Uh, you know, hopefully they're not, you know, playing the Atlanta Braves six times or something like that instead. But, right. you know, but, yeah. you know, but it, 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 I, I think it's a good rule. I think it evens out. I remember when they first went to this like 10, 12 years ago, I was like, oh, cool, we got the Yankees 19 times. And it's like right. it kind of was Come like – they play two series in May and April, and then two in July and September. It's like oh, it's kind of, kind of too much, you know. I thought it was. It's a great I rivalry, like and then I was like, yeah, no, I don't like this. It was nice when we got to beat up on Baltimore nineteen, you know, go seventeen and two against Baltimore. That yeah. always helped, but um, I think that's a good rule. I think it, you know, and it, it kind of levels the playing field a, a bit, especially if you're in a. Whether you're in a really good division or a really bad division. Like, if you're in a really bad division and you're a good team, it's like the Patriots in the AL East or the uh, NFL, AFC for years. Yeah, yeah, for years. You know, went, yeah, went 6-0 and every year in that, in that yeah. you know, so. Yeah. All right, let's go. Like rule number two. This is not a new rule. This rule started two years ago. It was a COVID rule, I call it. The ghost runner in extra yeah. innings. Yeah. I fucking hate it. As much as I want this game speeded up, yeah. I hate this rule. That's probably the rule I like the least, although I don't mind it so much regular season. You know, when they get rid of it in the playoffs, right? which is a good thing. I don't mind it as much because I don't want to see 16 or 17 inning games uh, and just tear up your pitching staff for the, you know, the last game of a series. Now you're starting a series and three relievers can't pitch right. for two days. So in that sense, I like it. It kind of protects the really, the, uh, the pitchers. In a way, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. If they got rid of that, it wouldn't bother me one bit. Right. My thing with it is, uh, 
you know, you look at the NHL, and not that they're the fucking model organ, you know, model league, but right. when they went to the three on three in overtime, and then they do the shootout. I think baseball should do something like that. You know, play two innings, go to eleven. You don't, go you know, don't put it. Yeah, they go to a home run derby. <laughs> Fuck it. Something you get, you get a, like you know, you put your best hitter up there. You know, only thirty seconds, not like this two minute bullshit where the guy's gonna get tired. Thirty seconds, yeah. you get your bullpen pitcher out there, and you fucking just start launching balls over the monster. You know, like whatever. Like why? Why do you need to play seventeen innings? Why do you need to play six hours for one regular season game? There's 162 of them. You know, and then maybe, maybe at the end of the year, holy shit, you made the playoffs by one game. Because Devers hit fucking six home runs in a home run derby. Like, is it going to, you know, change history? No. They don't count towards the home runs, you know. Like, right, like overtime right, goals right. count, you know, in, in yeah. hockey. You know, it's just, it's just for fun. But but you right. got to strategize it, too. Like, who do you want? What, where are you playing? What stadium are you in? What direction is the wind going? You know, like, there's a lot of there's, – there's coaching behind it as well. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just It'll never happen, but that's my pipe dream. Something like that. You throw yeah. a runner on set. I don't know. I fucking hate it. I think it's so stupid. Um, real quick one. The base. The bases are bigger now. Uh, yeah. They, it's more for a safety thing. Uh, but it does yeah. shorten the distance from home to first by three inches. So yeah. the speedier runners, I mean, you don't think three inches is a lot. But, you know, did, you see some of these bang, bang plays, man. Three inches could be a lot. So right. that's the so only way. You really... have to keep that in mind. You know, right. you're playing shortstop with a speed guy. You're getting rid of it really quick. Yeah. You, know, you better be. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that one, you know, doesn't have a, unless you really get down to, to the details, that one's not as big of a deal. No. Yeah. Uh, the shift. The shift is now banned. So I basically like- what the shift means is uh, two people, two, two position players have to be on each side of second base. Yeah. Uh, on, the, so on the dirt. On the dirt. Um, yeah. yeah. They can't go out and wander in the outfield. No. Now, now with this rule though, is this I I harping back to like minor league days or uh, little league days? Excuse me, uh, you know, like when if you had to, you couldn't leave the base till the pitch crossed the plate, something like that. Remember that? You couldn't like run yes. to like try to steal the base, right? So is that something like so? Let's say Big Poppy's up, right? Yeah, and they always shifted him. So can the third baseman and second base and shortstop basically play right to second base? And when the pitch is thrown, can they almost like dart over to that side? I think so. Right? Yeah. So there's still so. going to be a variation. They're going to, you know, the analytics people are going to fucking figure something They're out. They're going to figure it out. Right. right. Um, but I still think it's the right thing to do. I do too. You know, um, especially for lefties. It yeah. seems like lefties get crushed. I mean, how many rockets did Devers hit right. last right. year right. Right. that some guy playing right center? You know, it's like a softball game is coming up with it and throwing them out at first. So, you know, batting averages in Major League Baseball as a whole last year, 240. Right. That's what Major League hitters hit last year. Right. 25 years ago was 269, 270. Yeah. That's a huge difference. And I think that's going to make a difference in keeping the game moving more, seeing more offense, getting more people excited about the game. Right. You know? Well, that's the I thing. That's like they, they they see all these rule changes in the other leagues, and they bring the NFL into it. You know, right? Uh, 
when the scoring was down, they you know they didn't allow the uh, defensive backs to hand check the fucking receivers, and now the scoring's up. You know, just simple little tweaks, and uh, I think that's great. Like as much as I love you know chicks dig the long ball, I love her. I love a rally, man. I love you know stringing some hits together. Um, double off the wall. You get three runs in and no home runs were hit. You know, I, I like that just as much as, as a, as a moonshot. So absolutely put some pressure on the defense, yep. you know, type thing. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I like getting rid of the shift. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. So let's get to the last one. Uh, perhaps, well, definitely the most controversial new rule change. And that is yeah. the pitch clock. Yeah. So basically the pitch clock is, a pitcher has 15 seconds when they get the ball back from the catcher to throw the ball to home plate with nobody right. on base and 20 seconds if there's runners on. Uh, yeah. There's a couple little intricacies like, you know, you can step off, you can throw to first. I think there's a limit on how many times twice. you can do that. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, in game one, Red Sox-Braves, it comes right. down to a pitch clock violation that ended the game. and. Yeah. So not only does the pitcher have a clock, the batter does too. They have to be yes. in the batter's box with with less no less than eight seconds left on the pitch clock. Not only do you have to be in the batter's box, because that guy was in the batter's box. Okay. You have to be alert to the pitcher, which means you have to be in your stance looking at the pitcher. Uh, if you're in the batter's box looking down, which is what he was doing, right. you still call it. You have to be alert to the pitcher. Uh, so you got to be ready to rock. Yeah, I don't think your bat has to actually be at stance, but you have to be alert, looking at the pitcher, because guys put their bats everywhere. Right? Yeah, right. So you have to be alert. And, you know, I like the pitch clock because, again, I'm for speeding up the game, okay? It, I don't think it's going to be an issue a month from now. I, don't, I agree with you 100%. It's, they're going to they're gonna get used to it because in the minor leagues, they've been doing it for a couple of years. Right. And a lot of the young guys are going to, so a lot of these young players, these rookies, are going to already be used to it. Right. Um, and it'll yeah. ingratiate its way into the game over the next few years. Uh, I love it. Uh, one of my biggest gripes about baseball is the length. And they, they did a study in the minors. Uh, the average length, now, minor leagues are obviously don't have the commercial breaks that, you know, MLB does. Right. But. With the pitch clock, actual game time, not not commercial time, was down 25 minutes a game. Yeah. So there's this video. I'm going to send it to you after the show. It okay. was somebody put a side-by-side on Twitter of last year. I forget what the game was, but it was a pitcher. And on the left side was one half inning of baseball, and they were both the same amount of time. It took that pitcher – that pitcher pitched one pitch to the pitcher on the left – Pitching the three outs. It was the same amount of time. Because <laughs> yeah. well, this guy stepped off. He threw to first. Then the batter stepped out of the box. And then it, yeah. <laughs> it literally, t- it was, right. and then on the other side, it was like, there was like probably 10 or 11 pitches pitched. But like, it was like, you know, strike out, ground out, fly out, inning over. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Unbelievable. Do you know who the slowest pitcher was last year? Well, David Price didn't pitch, did he? No, he didn't pitch. No. Anything. Who well, was he it? did, but he got lit up. Yeah. It was our new closer. Our new club. Oh, really? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah he takes his fucking time. He's slower than hell. But he li- actually, he says he likes it. He says, this is going to help me. And he's he says, I'm already adjusting to it. We'll see. We haven't seen him on the mound yet. Right. But uh, I think he's the perfect example. You got to speed this stuff up. You got to. How many times do you need to adjust your batting gloves or step off the mound? Right. Know, 
It's nuts. Imagine like Nomar playing today. Oh, you'd have to change it up. You'd have to change it up. Which I think is is, yeah. Oh God, he was what human rain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, we're going back now. Yeah, yeah, you know what? It's like you said. They're they're going to adjust. I'm I'm glad that happened the first game. Uh, People would be aware now. What one thing that I don't or you've watched more games than I have. I've watched a few. Are they showing the pitch clock to the audience? Yeah, for the most part, they are. I haven't seen it yet. What What Nesson's going to do is like put it up at ten seconds. Okay, so it's not going to be like always up there. No. Like so, like an NBA shot clock gets down to ten, they'll put it on. Yeah. Right. Okay. Some of the ballparks have it, you know, right to the left of the batter, so they have that spot, like for the fans watching on TV, and they'll have it somewhere else so the batter or the pitcher can see it. Right. Right. Um, Interesting. Yeah, like I, I, I think that will add a little more spice for the viewer. Absolutely. You know, you know yeah. baseball to the casual viewer, not like you and me, who would, I could sit down and pretty much watch any game at any time of night. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're on their phones, they're goofing around, they're, you know, and right. baseball's in the background. Where for right. you and me, it's right. kind of in the foreground, and I think adding this pitch clock might bring in a casual viewer to be a little more hardcore. I don't know. I think they're moving in the uh, right okay. direction. It took them forever, but I think they're moving in the right direction. I do not want to see the elimination of umpires, though. I think that is a mistake. Yeah, well, there's a couple that need to go. But... Well, <laughs> yeah, but, but 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 think about it. Like like Angel Hernandez, oh, right. right? I agree. Yeah. Like like so so twenty something years ago, I'm working at Stonebridge, and Richie used the owner used to be friends with, uh, shit. Who was who were the who were the two Stratford boys that uh, were MLB? Oh, Eddie, um, uh, the Italian boys. Yes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'll think of their I name when the show's over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they were umpires, and yeah. they were doing a Yankee Seattle playoff game, and Richie invited yeah. them after the game to come in for dinner. So we stayed up. It was like a Tuesday night. We stayed up late. I don't know if you can remember the game, but uh, I think the play ended on a controversial call. Angel Hernandez was playing first base, or. Um, big first base, excuse me. And the guy was clearly safe. They called him out. This is before replay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Angel Hernandez mm-hmm. gets killed by yeah. the, you know by you know the people watching it. But the Yankees win, so no one really gave a fuck. This is like you know the height of yeah. the Yankees, you know. Yeah. So they come in for dinner, and I I'm bartending, and he comes up to the bar. He orders a beer. I said, "You fucking blew that call, huh?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, nah, he was out. I go, dude, you don't see, you didn't see the replays, did you? He goes, oh, he was safe, huh? <laughs> I go, yeah, he was safe. <laughs> yeah, he goes, oh, oh well, <laughs> shit happens, oh, you know. Funny. And that's he gets true. crushed. No one likes him now. He's, no, he's not a good. He's the worst. He really is bad. And how about this other guy the other day who had a beef with the Cardinals manager? Um, I can't think of the umpire's name at the moment, but so the Hirschbeck, Hirschbeck, Hirschbeck. Sorry. Don't mean to oh, interrupt Hirschbeck, you. Right. They were the Hurstback brothers, that was yes. The guy from East Haven yep. um, that I'm thinking about. Anyways, the Cardinal manager walks up before the game to shake his hand. The guy won't shake his hand. So now there's a right to do about that. Yep. Buckner, C.B. Buckner? Yep, Buckner, yeah. The umpire, yeah. yeah. So, but I don't want to see those guys disappear either. No, I mean, that's an element. You know, you take them away from baseball, you're going to take rest away from basketball as much as they can suck too. And control right. the game and control the narrative. It's just it is it's it is what it is. 
You know, and you're going to eliminate all these jobs. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, everything's going to go AI now. Like, I don't know. Right. Not good. Not good at all. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think all these rule changes, for the most part, are good. The Ghost Runner, whatever. I and mean, that's here to stay. That ain't going anywhere. I mean, it's going to have to be collectively bargained out at this point. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're here. We, we got to get used to them. And, but I, I think, other than the Ghost Runner, I think the rest of them I like. Yep. And, you know, Agreed. after a month, we won't be talking about it. Right. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, so we didn't talk about who your su- uh, World Series winner would be, um, but this Padre spending spree is fascinating to me. It is. Um, I don't. I think their owner is only worth like four billion. That's Wait, all. I, I, yeah. Um, somebody texted me that. I, I I didn't research it myself. Yeah. Um. I know four billion sounds like a lot of money, but you know, they're he literally just shelled out half of his net worth. <laughs> You know, to some of these players he yeah, signed. The yeah. Uh, if I'm a Padres fan, I'm ecstatic. Like, all right, we're on the map. I think Tatis Jr. really kind of changed the culture of that team. Sucks he's kind of been injured, but fascinating player. He's got everything, you know. He's got the tools. He's got the moxie, the charisma, the bat flips. Like, he's got it all. I mean, he's one of my favorite players to watch, but unfortunately he's been hurt. And the steroids, too. Yeah, whatever. Right. Fucking juice up again. I, you know what? I, I, all these fucking old, you know, Bob, you know, the Bob Ryan's, the Dan Shaughnessy's of the world. It's like, dude, just fucking get a grip, man. Like yeah, I, they juice, they saved the game, dude. Steroids was this. Steroids were like bird and magic. Okay, they saved yeah. the fucking game. They did with McGuire and so. So whatever so you want to ask them, but like keeping these guys out of the Hall of Fame is ridiculous. Because you don't know who was taking him. No. Like, Craig Biggio could have been taking him. Right. He's a fucking Hall of Famer. He's only a Hall of Famer because the other guys aren't. When Barry Bonds hit his 70-whatever. Yeah. How many many pitchers that threw him home? Yeah, we're on a juice. Yeah. Nobody knows. Right. You know, Clemens was. You know, I mean, they... they Yeah. Like, it's like, just get him in already. And Bonds, again, the easiest argument Bonds is he was a Hall of Famer before before his head blew up. Yes. Right. Um, and everyone knew it. He had the sweetest swing in baseball, him and Griffey. Uh, you know, but so Padres are spending all this money. I But I feel their window is really short. I think it is, too. I'm, I'm not so sure about their pitching, you know, and you can hit all you want, man. We The Red Sox proved that yeah. year after year after year right. back in the 70s. You know, um, I mean, you got a couple good guys at the top, but I don't know if they have a, a real stud at the top of their rotation. Um, so I, I do think the Dodgers are taking a step back. So I think the Padres are going to win that division, but I'm not going to pick them to go to the world series. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think I will. I, I think I'm going to go with the Phillies. I I think too, like, you know, obviously predicting who wins anything is pretty pointless. Uh, yeah, it really right. Is. But, a, but yes. I think baseball is almost like a reset. You know, you really shouldn't even th- Consider who might be there until the trading deadline. You know, if like say the Mets are fucking for whatever reason tank, and they're like, all right, Verlander's only on a two-year deal. You know, they trade him to San yeah. Diego. You know, something you never know what's going right. to happen at the trade deadline. Uh, right. But uh, I kind of like the Braves again. Uh, I, I I do like Philly. I the biggest loss I've seen as a Red Sox fan in my like last ten years was not resigning Schwarber. Schwarber. I. 
begged my friends. I'm like, we have to. This guy is a Red Sox by fucking nature, by heart. Um, he's a gamer. He's funny. He's he's like he interacts with the fans. And he just what went out and hit 44 bombs last year. Like, you know, yeah. what are we doing? And he was their team leader. Yes, you know, he's one of the team leaders. And he's, he, he, he was the new he was the new big poppy. Just throw him in a DH, lefty power. Like, wh- why JD did we get? Why did we not resign him? You knew JD was leaving after that. Yes, year, right? yeah. So, so he plays so one more year at first. Then you slide Cassius in. Then you got your DH. Like, ah, uh, it, it still stings me. And I ruined I ruined it for Philly last year because just because of him. I can't stand Bryce Harper. I love Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, I gained some respect for that All Star game where he was with his father. Yeah, no, I just I kind of that kind of turned me with him. But you're right. I I really like Schwarber. Normally, I root against Philly in everything, you know. But of course, I think Sixers I for think sure. That guy, they got a couple big boys at the top of their rotation, you know, Wheeler and Nola. Um. I think they're pretty good. You know, they spent a lot of money too. All these teams are spending money, but you know, it could be the Padres, and then it's, and then it's the three teams in the NL East. Yeah. You know, uh, if Bernie was here, he'd be yelling at us because we weren't talking about his Mets. Right. That team, that team could run away and hide. I mean, they, they're that good too. Yeah. You know? Yep. There's there's good teams in that NL East. They could be the better the best division in baseball. Yeah. Well, they, oh, oh, for sure. They're they're right up there with the AL East. Yeah. I mean, if, if uh, think about it, I mean, were we last place last year? We were yeah. we were behind Baltimore, right? Think about oh, that. Yeah. Oh yeah, like oh, six seven games behind Baltimore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh you man, want some money there? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I yeah I, I like I like Atlanta and, and the and the and the Phillies. I like Atlanta too. Yeah. Uh, I can see that. I can see in that. In the AL, I kind of. I mean, Toronto. I like. I like your like your kind of sleeper. Not so such a sleeper pick, but Seattle. They have some yeah. good talent on that team. Uh, I don't know. Like I haven't really like again. I haven't really deep dove in. It's so, so early in spring training, but it is. It is early. I'll give you, you know. a sleeper team in the uh, AL is the White Sox. Yeah. Well, they uh, were. You know what? That's funny you said it because that's another one. Like they shouldn't. They should have made the playoffs last year. Not. Yes. I mean, not like not they missed it because they, cause they were a playoff team the year before and they have a lot of good pitching talent. They have yeah. pretty solid hitting talent, and they just couldn't put it together last year for whatever reason. Yeah. A lot of injuries, just like the Sox had last year. And I always like to look at that team that was picked the year before that didn't do it for right. whatever reason. And if it's injuries, well, why can't they come back and have a healthy year this year and be there? And that division, you know, I mean, Minnesota's solid. Cleveland's always got pitching. Um, but I think that could be the team that could be a little sneaky this year. Is or are we going to see? This is probably the last year of them playing together. Mike Trout and Shohei Otani make the playoffs. I, I kind of hope they do. It's it's such a waste of fucking talent out there. It is, really is. They they've made some okay moves in the off season, but probably not enough. But you know what? I would like to see them in there and them to resign Otani. Just so he doesn't end up on the Yankees, <laughs> or the Mets, right? You know, or one of these teams is just gonna go crazy. You know, give him an extension for forty-two a year for six years or something because he can just do so many things to help you win. You know, he's amazing. 
I, I, I just don't get why they can't win. Like, they're not just like a 500 team. They're like a 75-win team. I know. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it, I know Trout was hurt a little bit last year, but, yeah. you know, Tani's winning you 13-14 pitching games yes. and hitting 40-plus home runs. Like, what the fuck? And you can't win I with know. that? Yeah. Yeah, they need another stud starter, you know, at yeah. least. I mean, they need a lot, but they've made a few under-the-radar type moves. I think they got Heaney from the Dodgers uh, and another starter. Uh I can't think about the moment. So hopefully, you know, I, I'm kind of rooting for that team to have a good year. Yeah. For Trout's sake and for Otani's sake. We just got some breaking NHL news. Really? Patrick Kane to the Rangers. It's been really? talked about. Yeah. I've heard, I, I, I know he sat out the other night because uh, they always sit the players out when they're up for trade. Uh, yeah. yeah. Patrick Kane to the New York Rangers trying to make moves, trying to catch those Bruins, which ain't going to happen, buddy. Oh, baby. I, I tell you. The Bruins have just been unbelievable. I don't get to watch them much down here, yeah, you know, at all. But uh, the Rangers have made a couple good moves, and they've been they've been playing well. Um, you know, who scares me the most is Carolina. Carolina uh, we never is, seem to play well against. Carolina. We don't. Uh, yeah. Good news is we wouldn't have to face them till the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. Uh, so right. that we got that going for us because no one's yeah. catching us. Like we're the one seed, and they're they're going to be the two seed. So, yeah, um, exactly. so we're safe there. I still don't like how the NHL lines their playoffs up, but uh, they don't do like the NBA. They do like in the division, and then, I don't know, it's kind of weird. So we're always stuck playing Tampa and Toronto every year. It's like, okay, that's like the hardest road to go, you know, even though Toronto loses every year. But, yeah, yeah, so the Bruins are on this remarkable run. Uh, Anyone listening, just go go to your Score Mobile app and check out their record. It's like 43-8 and now or something, and that's unheard of. Like yeah, I always remember yeah. when I was a kid, and the Detroit Tigers went thirty-five and five. Do you remember that? I do remember that. And I was that like, day. "How was that even yeah. possible?" And the Bruins in hockey are forty-three and eight. And a lot of those wins, or not—I should say—not many of those wins are like overtime wins. Those are—they're winning in regulation, man. They are, you know. And they had a little losing streak about a, two weeks ago, which I was like yeah. thankful for. I'm like, "All right, good. Get this shit out of the way." You know, and Marshawn himself said, he's like, I don't fucking care about the President's Cup. I don't care about, you know, the last time the, I think the last NHL team to win the President's Cup and the, and the, and the Stanley Cup in the same year was like, it's been at least like 20 years or something. Been a long time. Yeah. Um, I just like the way, I like the way they play and the additions, they, the two additions they made are Orlov. They're, I, I, I just can't, it, hockey's probably the hardest sport to predict. Who's going to win? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the top teams get knocked yeah, out in the first yeah. and second round. Yeah. You know. I heard you talking terror with about <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I wonder how she's doing. I haven't, I haven't heard from her since she got out there. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think I think the Bruins are going to run away with it. I'd love to see it. You know, yeah. how about a Bruins-Celtics? Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Both winning. You know, the Celts have a good shot. They have a really you know what's shot. funny is... I would love to see them both win it, and it'd probably be within like t- a week of each other or two because they're pretty much aligned yeah. evenly, and yeah. just have a fucking dual parade. Dual parade, <laughs> would that be crazy? Fucking queue up the duck boats and the other boats and get it all going and fucking yeah. Yeah. fire up the Red Sox. They're they're fifty and thirty at the break, you know. Like Sox are over overachieving. The New York the Giants time. just signed Daniel Jones to forty million dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> 
my boy. Go ahead. Put a little giant minute in here before we get going. Oh, man, you know. Is that who you want? Does price uh, matter bro, to you? Does what matter? The price. The price tag he wants. Or, I mean, I know you're not paying the salary, but he he, he could handcuff yeah. you a little bit. Well, I mean, it can handcuff you if you if you have to go too crazy. I don't think they'll have to do go that go that high. And you know, going into this last season, the only thing I wanted out of the Giants was to be able to say at the end of the season that we found our head coach. Yeah, and I think we did. You know, and oh, you certainly found your head coach. Yes. Yeah. So, and and hopefully the GM too. Uh, he, he made a lot of good moves last year, although it seemed like every single guy came from Buffalo. Um, but this is a big off season for him. So let's see, you know, um, they may not even win as many games next year, but be a better team. Right. Cause you know, some of these wins this past season were probably because teams were overlooking them. Um, and they had some magic going, um, but I'm, you know, I'm psyched. I'm psyched for the Giants. I'm psyched for all my teams. You know, they're all pretty good. Yeah. Other than our Sox, you know, other than the Sox. Well, I'm pumped for the Patriots. Got They finally got their, well, not finally, but they took a year, but they got their uh, offensive coordinator they so desperately needed, and they got a high draft pick to get hopefully get a stud lineman or a stud wide receiver. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously they're in a fucking good division where every team is getting better. Those teams are all getting better, but yep. they still got Belichick. Yep. Um, he's, he's getting a little past his prime. All right, so right now I'm going to open up this box. Yeah. It's called Panini Prison Baseball Cards. It's uh, It wasn't an expensive box, but uh, it says find one retail exclusive green prison. So there are six packs. I can open it up on in here here. So how's the weather down there today? You got about 85? Oh. It's gorgeous. It'll be in the mid-80s, yeah. It's nice. From here on in, man. From here on in. All right. We got a Matt Olson, a Jake McCarthy, a Juan Marichal. Juan Marichal? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's an old card or something like his son or something. Did he play for the Giants? He did. Yeah, yeah it's an old card then. Yeah. Ronald yeah. Acuna and a Joe what Ryan. Joe Ryan yeah. rookie. Joe Ryan from Minnesota. All right. Nothing much there. No, nothing there. No. You know who loves doing this with me is my girlfriend's son. He's awesome. He's like, when are you oh, getting yeah, another box? Like I'm like, well, he catches me when I'm drunk, and I'll go on Amazon. I'll spend like $200 on two boxes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, when are they coming? When are they coming? We got Sterling Marte, Glenn Otto. That's a rookie. Christian Yelich, Mike Trout, nothing special. And then a Jose Ramirez. He's chunky, huh? He is chunky. He's, oh, he's this is a t- look at that picture he's of him. He's a little chunky. Yeah, he's a chunky. <laughs> yeah. But I tell you what, the guy runs. He does everything. He's five tool. He's yeah, he's a good player. Amazing. I love he's that. He's a good player. All right. A couple packs to go. Oh, an old school Ricky Henderson. Cool. <laughs> Brian Reynolds. Manny Machado. Could be on the Sox before the season's over. Yeah, he could be, yeah. Yeah. Tyler Glass now. Rest in peace. <laughs> and a Casey Mize, Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing special. That yeah. was their special. Haven't found the green card yet. That's the one you want to be a good rookie. Oh, it is? Like yeah. a Julio or a Torkelson right. or somebody like that. Uh, Xander on Xander. the Red Sox. On the Red Sox. See you later. Sandy, Tiger Gilbert, Brandon Marsh rookie. What do you know about Brandon Marsh? I got a bunch of his. He got traded to Philadelphia, right? 
Uh, did he? That's a kid from the Angels, the outfield. Yes, yes. To yeah. the Phillies, yeah. No. He's a nice player. Yeah. You know, nothing special. All right. A couple packs left, and we'll finish this up. Nothing, nothing. Paul Goldschmidt prism. What am I looking Goldie. for? Oh, here's the green prism. Paul Goldschmidt. Oh. All right. Yeah, MVP, man. right? Yeah, MVP, Did he win MVP last, last year? year. It's not a yeah. rookie, though. That's the thing about these cards. You got to get. Oh, rookies. they have to be a rookie. Kid. They don't have to. In be. order to have it, it has to be a really out. short print if it's not a rookie. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll finish up with crap, crap, crap. Luke Williams. I got an autograph of him. He's huh. Philly. Yeah. Yeah. You know more about this shit than I do. All right. Easy little break. Paul Goldschmidt. That's the green prism I'm looking for. Nice. Wish it was a rookie. Well, I like but the cards. Yeah, they're yeah, they're pretty sharp. Yeah, they're not like what we grew up on. Tough, not, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> no, you aren't putting those in the spikes of your bike. No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> kids, kids don't do that anymore. <laughs> um, so I'm rooting for a lot of the rookies this year. Bobby Witt Jr. Kansas City. He's looking like you a still stud. Qualifies? Yes. Yeah? Yep. Good. Yeah. Um, Cassius. Yep. Uh, the big ones are Julio Rodriguez. Uh. I picked I picked three cards of his. I got really three really nice cards. It's not autographs, but they're worth like two hundred bucks each. Wow, so that's the, nice. One of the things about card breaking too, like if you get like the same card, yeah. go ship them out, get them both graded, keep one, sell one, boom. You know what right. I mean? Like you, so you some of your money back. You, yeah, exactly. And then so yeah. you're gonna have you know money to money to play with, if you will. Right. So. Right. Right. All right. What beer are you on, buddy? Cause I got a little bone to pick with you. I just want to let. I just want to see what what beer you're on. Two. Still? Just two. That's all. You had one before the show started. Yeah, and I'm almost done with this one. You fucking retired life. You're like, I got all day to drink, bro. I got, I got all day. <laughs> and tomorrow's gonna tomorrow's gonna be a big day. Um. So you're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. This yeah. is my bone. This is my bone to pick with you right now. With me? Yes, with you. Oh. Okay. okay. Oh, so you said. You set me up for this at the end. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. I'm not a big Twitter guy. Like as far as me promoting the show or anything, right? But I do right. go on Twitter a lot just to read, catch up on sports, yeah. celebrity, yeah. whatever, the bullshit, yeah. politics, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. So in the last like five months, I meant to bring this up to you when I saw you when we went out to dinner okay. that night. I would scroll down and there'd be like this leftist fucking rant. And I'm like, like just Not some me. fucking anti-Trump shit. Like, just like this dude got off of the wrong side of the bed kind of shit, right? And I'm like, why the fuck is this even on my feed? Yeah. Oh, it's because I retweeted it or something? No, you didn't even retweet it. Okay. So I'm like, I'm, I, I, in my head, I'm like, I must be friends with this person. I don't know who the fuck I friended over the years. I'm just like, click, 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 yeah. click, click, click. Right. So this keeps going on. Every time I see this leftist crazy person talking, I'm like, then I start noticing you and Bob Sochi both follow this guy. You know who Bob Who's Sochi Bob is? Sochi? No. <laughs> he's the um, play-by-play for the New England Patriots on the radio. He's, oh. in, the, he's in the booth with, uh, with Zolak. Okay. So now I'm, I keep seeing this, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I click on whoever it was. It was like Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner, fucking... Not oh the old yeah 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 all he does is want Trump in jail every day so I click on the name I'm like I'm not even following this fucking person why is this happening that's the new analytics with Twitter I got the same thing on the other side right so I'm like so I now I got to click on him 
I got to yeah. hit I got to block the poor bastard. Cuz I don't want to hear I don't I, like I it's just like and it's always you and Bob Sochi. It's always the two of you. How many fucking liberal people do you follow? Me and Bob Sochi. Yes. I think you two need to get together and have a beer. Well, I'm going to go follow Sochi today. How do you spell? I don't even know how you spell it. S O C C I. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do. I follow you both, and it's like a suggestion, I think. But I never really caught on to it that it was you and Sochi every time, and I'm like, and I'm getting like annoyed. I'm like, why does this shit keep coming on my feed? And I'm not deleting yeah. you because you're one of my best friends. So I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I. But I Christ, stuff. How many liberals side, do you man. follow? <laughs> I, I don't. I tell you what, I follow more conservatives probably than I do liberals, so I can follow both sides and yell and scream at Twitter. <laughs> um. It's like it's become such a cesspool. Like it has. Like you, you like a a, a like a okay. Not a far right conservative, but just a conservative like me, like someone like me. Like yeah. I don't have any presence on Twitter. I have a hundred followers. It's not where I like to promote my show or my thoughts yeah. or my fucking views. But yeah. I do like to click on comments. Yeah. And you can just have like, you know, cat turd or somebody like that. You know, like these guys that are you know Republicans and what whatnot, and they'll just write that like you know the sky is blue. You know, just click on comments. It's like oh. you fucking racist. You know, it's like, dude, what is wrong with people? People are fucked up. They I'm are, you, man. Nobody ever says anything good anywhere. You 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 tap on the comments, and eight out of ten of them are just totally negative. Yep, faction, whoever. Like you said, it doesn't matter what they're saying. Because there's no accountability on Twitter. There's no, there's no. I mean, as far as accountability, I mean, like. Everyone's a ghost. Every no one knows who you are. So people just like, you know, say the dumbest, racist, slanted things, and it's just like, yeah, dude. Like, is this? Are, are you literally in your pajamas in your mother's basement? Like, is that where you're typing this from? And the yeah. bots are hilarious. Like, I started like start because because this was happening. I started like clicking yeah. on these bots. Like, you don't know they're bots till you click on them, and they have right. like zero followers, and they follow one person. You know, yeah, they like started in November, right? So. Right, exactly. So it's like. Yeah. That all needs to be tightened up. Come on, Elon, get this shit done. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, but Twitter has a certain allure, especially for us sports fans. Like I get Absolutely. most of my breaking news from Twitter, you know, Absolutely. and yeah. I get good insight. I get good, you know, Red Sox beat reporters, Patriot beat reporters. Yeah. Do you know who Chris Gasper is? Yeah. Okay, so I follow him. Yes, yeah. so I follow him. So he goes on the Felger and Maz show every once in a while. Yeah. Do you see the 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 Maz incident last week or two weeks ago I, now? So uh, yes, I did. I, so I, Felger I, was in like a hotel lobby or a hotel yeah. business room, and there was a black dude sitting behind him with a hood on. And yeah. Maz made a comment like, "Oh, you don't like be careful who's in the room, you know, because he got a star car stolen like three months prior in New Orleans." Yeah. So he was just trying to be like you know off the rip, funny, funny whatever. Yeah. He didn't mean anything by it. Um, what he said was wrong. Like, dude, like, come on, whatever. Right. But yeah. you know, everyone thinks this shit sometimes. Everyone says the wrong thing sometimes. Yeah, of whatever. Of course, of course. So, so he has to go on and apologize. But that was on a Friday, so all weekend it just made its rounds around Twitter before mm-hmm. Maz came on Monday and apologized for it. Right. So, Gasper got called out on Twitter by I don't even know who it wasn't. No one of like any means. And, like, how come you haven't commented on this? Oh, because Maz is your boy. So, like, he kept replying to, like, everybody. 
he so, did? Yeah. So, like, Saturday, I went on Twitter, and sure enough, he's still responding to this shit. So I clicked on one of the people he was responding to, and it was a bot. It was, like, you know, zero followers, follows two. Yeah, what do you so I commented on it. I said, Gasper, get over it, dude. Like, just why are you even responding to these people? They're not real people. I fucking get off Twitter. Sunday morning, I wake up. I got a message from Gasper. He direct really? messaged me. Yes. Yeah. He goes, uh, hey, I don't know what you meant by me not doing what I'm doing, but blah, blah, blah. But, you know, there's so many racist trolls on the Internet. And, you know, I got to defend myself. I wrote back to him. I said, I get it. But you don't even know who you're defending yourself to. That's the point. Like, who cares? What do you care what a bot thinks of you? So he wrote me back, and he's like, oh, I see your point now. He goes, but I feel if I even if I respond to a bot, somebody will see my response, and maybe that'll help the cause. And I wrote back, wow, you're really deep diving into this Twitter shit, man. Yeah, man. You know, like, you're, you're overthinking it. Yeah, right? like, <laughs> but I was like, yeah. oh, shit. I was texting my buddy who's you know up in Massachusetts. I'm like, yo, Gasper just like direct messaged me, man. I like him. I like the guy, too. He's, he's, he's very yeah, good. He's, patri- okay. he's a good Patriot yeah. beat guy. Um, yeah. You know, he's not uh, that other fucking troll on the – who's that fucking guy in the Boston Globe is awful? Uh, ben Volan. Uh, you know, yeah, ben, uh, yeah. they call him trolling Ben Volan. He's fucking yeah, a I know the name. jerk yeah, off. I don't, yeah, I don't get the globe anymore. So yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I, it's I online. Subscribed to it for a long time. Yeah, but you know, well, the Henrys uh, own it, so everything's fucking slanted that way. Yeah, and plus, I don't want to spend thirty bucks a month to read an article a day. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Or a day old too, years. probably. Right. <laughs> and a day old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, that's yeah. again, that's what's good about Twitter. You just go on and read all the shit on there. Everything's free exactly. on there. So. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right, buddy. Any last thoughts? Any last uh, Red Sox predictions? No, man. I just, you know. Mighty, mighty, mighty. Mighty, mighty, mighty thinks, uh, you know, we're going to be a little bit better than people think. Hopefully we're challenging for a playoff spot, make a trade at the deadline, and and we take it from there. But, you know, if, if they're even in competition for a wild card, at the deadline, it makes the season interesting. Yeah, and that's, that's all we can that's ask for. That's all you can ask right. for. We know that the Bruins and the Celtics will be charging uh, and, and be just about done by then. So right. that, that's the goal. That's, that's, that's the goal. one good thing. I'm glad you brought that up. That will take a little bit of pressure off the Red Sox to perform, I think. Yeah. Um, all eyes won't be on them. Right. They'll be on the other two right. teams. So I think that, that, that could help them. You know, just go play your game, relax, and uh, – String some wins yeah. together and, you know, be, I don't know, six, seven games over 500 come, you know, June 1st and let's roll from yeah. there, you know? Exactly. So, exactly. yeah, sounds good. Let's uh, let's go. Uh, one last thing. Who's your number one pick in your fantasy draft this year if you had the number one overall? I think I'm going Corey Seager. Corey Seager, huh? Yeah. Yeah? I think I'm going Seager. Yeah. I think he's, you know, the one thing we didn't talk about is – you know, with the bases shorter, with the lack of the pitcher's ability to be able to throw the first more than twice. Right. You know, if you oh, steals will be up time, for sure. Yeah. If you don't pick them off, it's a balk. Yeah. I, mean, I saw one the other day, and so SBs are going to be up. Yeah. So guys like that are going to have a little bit of raised value, I think, in uh, as far as fantasy goes, anyway. Yeah. And in Philadelphia, smaller ballpark, he's. I think he's a perfect fit for that team. It's one of the reasons why I'm picking him. I like uh, I like Turner Trey Turner. Um, oh yeah, like I'm I, sorry. That's who I meant. 
Oh, well, yeah, because you said yeah. you said Corey so, Seager, and I'm like, wait, yeah. is he really that good? No, not Corey. Seager. No, Trey Turner. Trey Turner. You know, all right. Just, you're talking to an old guy here. You know I mean? I, I <laughs> He's on his second beer, ready for his third. I mean, once you're talking to somebody for half an hour, you you know your mind wanders. Yeah, that's so funny, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm just gonna no, let him go with it. It's Corey Seager, yeah, sure. Bernie. I'm like on my phone, like, where does Corey Seager rank in the fucking yeah. rankings? Bernie will be texting me about that you know, if he listens. Well, you're not going to take fucking Justin Verlander? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Duff, thanks so Justin much for coming Turner. up. What's that? Justin Turner. Justin Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I'm taking him. I, I have, uh, like, three Red Sox fans in my group. We always take the fucking just load up on Red Sox all oh, the time. Yeah, well, you yeah, got to take I a couple. I stay away from them. Well, if I, you know, if I'm in, like, you know, I think Devers should go probably top 15. Yeah. You know, I'll snag him if I get one of those later round. You know, right. draft picks, yeah. but yeah. Other than now, who else are you really going to take on the Red Sox in the top fucking three rounds? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. So he's the only Nobody. one. Yeah. So, Duff, thanks so much uh, for coming on. I love you, man. Uh, good insight as always from you. Uh, baseball knowledge that well, it's all you really do. I see all the baseball books behind you. That's all I got. That's all, That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, you know, I'll see you come January. Obviously, I hope to see you up here uh, maybe once in the summer or something. I'll be up there this summer. I'll so, be up there to see you. Yep. Yeah, and, sounds uh, good, buddy. Uh, stay in the line. I'm just going to end the show, and I'll uh, talk okay. to you in a second, all right? Thanks so much, okay. bud. All right, everybody. Day drink with dog. Uh, I'm going to go uh, shovel my car off again. Uh, love this New England weather. I knew it was too good to be true that we're going to go a whole winter without snow, and the St. Patrick's Day parade is 10 days away, so or maybe 11. So we got to get this snow shoveled already. But I think it will melt quick. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, I will talk to you guys next week.